Coaches, if you're interviewing with a board-run club, it's important to ask the board some questions and very targeted questions regarding how they lead and how they work or worked with the previous head coach. It should be a mix of direct questions and situational ones. The reason for situational questions is they have to demonstrate how they behave or behaved. And it's a really good indicator on how you would feel about that approach. For example, two questions you could ask are, can you give me an example of how you as the board supported the coach in a way that demonstrates a collaborative relationship? Another one is, can you give me an example of a time where the board and the head coach or coaches were not aligned? What was the issue and how was it resolved? And if it wasn't resolved, what did you learn from it? So there, again, the reason for these questions is you'll actually get behaviors and you can understand how they lead instead of some formulated pat answer that they've already got written down, okay? So before you move across the country or even just the city to take on a new role, you must first understand if the current leadership align with your values and how you want to work. And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D. Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the courts. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the courts. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Demurf. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see another great individual, another great guest is blessing the platform. When I talk about 2023, as we just continue to build on the momentum, I'm just thankful and truly honored to where I can continue to get first time guests, someone that brings a different element to this particular you know podcast here why not sports we have entrepreneur former athlete someone that is helping nonprofits when it comes to a sports club easily gain access to the information that's needed to lead effectively and i know you like merv i already like the show already i haven't even heard the guests but i already know this is up why not sports alley i've been hearing you for years and i'm just glad we got this individual so world help me welcome miss renata porter to why not sports all right wonderful thank you thank you <laughs> no problem thank you thank you when i was going through your instagram page mm -hmm. i definitely like the snippets on you know things that you present kind of giving out gems whether you're entrepreneur whether you're thanks athlete. for that that's <laughs> some hard work for me <laughs> now i get it i get it i was gonna ask you hey how can we collaborate uh -oh. and you are tuning in to watch <laughs> i'm gonna let that ride 
All right. That's that fine with me. It didn't bother me I'm at all. Let that ride. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, Murph, what are you doing? It's called the end of the year, y'all. It's called the end of the year. And that's what makes the show so unique. So as I continue to make some adjustments, man, I love what I do. And that's why you guys are laughing like Murph. You one of a kind. You are one of a kind. All right. Before my great introduction, award-winning introduction, kicked in in the middle of my speech, I was asking (laughs) (laughs) Miss Renata on a possible collaboration because when it comes to the snippets of things that you're talking about when it comes to providing gems and insight on leading effectively, Talk about that preparation and then how do you select what you decide to promote out for the world? I think I honestly, it's what's resonating with me. Like, like there's no formula in the back end. It's usually because of something I'm reading, I've watched, or even something that's popped up in front of me on social media that I go, I really love it. I resonate with that. I can apply it to my industry or any industry, you know, and I think that for me in swimming, you know, being in that industry, a lot of times the coaches and the leadership teams, they don't think of them being in leadership roles from a traditional uh, perspective. They obviously know they're like coaches know they're leaders, right? But they also don't recognize that they lead other coaches. You know, they only only think about their athletes and it's, you know, it's bigger. And I'm really trying to get them to go, hey, no, you actually lead other coaches that you need to invest in. Hey, board presidents, you actually lead a business. So for me, when I decided to do those this year, which, you know, again, I wasn't joking that it was hard work to for me to come up I know with that many, uh, with those many sure that videos. First, I'm, I <laughs> yeah. won't say struggling, but I need to devote more time with my snippets from shows like this. But So yeah. I want to give you a, a two thumbs up. <laughs> I, I did find, though, that the only way that I could do that and do it consistently is to do... Um, to talk about things that actually did resonate with me and that I believed in, like just to do airy fairy, like little quips or quotes or things like that. Just, we tried that. And I was like, it just didn't, it's not me. It's just, just didn't resonate with me. So um, you will see there will be weeks um, or days like on Twitter, like there's nothing there or there may gotcha. not be a video up. And it's just cause I'm not feeling something. And I'm just, I've, I've, I've taken the pressure off myself to go, Absolutely. I'm not into it. I'm not into it. Just like everybody Absolutely. else. So, but yeah, ultimately it's something that I've seen or read that just has to register and hit me in a way that I fully believe in it. And um, I know it will resonate with the rest of you on it. So I ho- hope it will anyways. And it has with me. Uh, Since we followed each you. other, especially on social media, mm. I've been locked in, tuned in and love the snippets. And a lot of it is a good refresher for me. I, I know it was one in particular that really stood out was when you like before you accept the offer hmm. i know you did that one um a few weeks ago i believe or four days ago i'm sorry yeah yeah, and yeah. the the fact that it's important you have to research do your research of the club hmm. the coaches the organization winning losing any type of riffraff because as you know now you're a non-profit see this was that business part of me kicking in yeah yeah. A lot of the AAU clubs or, 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 or traveling teams all about this. 
mm-hmm. don't care about kid. I really don't care about you as a parent. I just want the talent and we just want your money. You know what I mean? So for you yeah. to, you know, before they accept or sign on that dotted line, make sure you're very comfortable in that decision. That yeah. way the money, the hard earned money that you obviously put forth to making this happen isn't just easily, you know, just, you know, thrown down the drain. Yeah, absolutely. And we did, we did that podcast for, uh, I mean, we did the opposite this week that's coming out tomorrow, but from a board perspective, doing the the interviews, but for us in our, in, in the swimming industry and in the nonprofit industry, uh, the bulk of the clubs are run by parent boards. And a lot of times they don't have the right skill set to be leaders. They have the best intentions or, or like, like they really want to do a good job, but they don't know what they're supposed to do. They don't take the yeah. seriousness of the fact that they are actually on the hook to lead the organization. According to the secretary of state and the IRS, they are on the hook as far as the organization <laughs> right. is concerned and they don't take it that seriously. Right. And there's the other end of the spectrum as well, where there's people who like get this massive power trip by being on a board and both ends of those spectrum are very hard for coaches to work in. So we really want them to do their due diligence and push back and ask the, the difficult questions about how they lead their business. What are they looking for? And those kinds of questions before they like they sign on the dotted line because it's too late when you're there because then you're looking for another job at the end of the season you know oh, so um yeah so thanks for bringing that up because we i just feel it's really important we always i always think about the board doing their due diligence with the coaches but you know the coaches have just as many problems with the boards and the only way we're going to fix all this is by both sides elevating their game and expecting more and accountability from the other side so. Yes, indeed. The, the mm. list is like Murph. We love it. We love it. <laughs> love. We love it. Now I have to backtrack. I have to okay. backtrack. What got you into sports? The love of sports, whether it's from playing, watching. Yeah, I um, I grew up swimming, so I started when I was ten, and um, swimming is one of those sports. It's a year-round sport. It's uh, you get two weeks off a year. Um, our coaches are, that's their job. They don't usually do other things. Now there's part-time coaches that, that do that, but usually your head coach and your other two league coaches, they're fully on board full-time. That's their job. And I, I did that for all the way through university. I, I did very well through high school and was fortunate to land a full ride at West Virginia university. And then halfway through my college career, I transferred back home to old Dominion university in Virginia and finished out my career there. Always had a love for sports, a big football fan and uh, worked in the NBA a little bit. Um, probably the worst and the most fun job I've ever had uh, up to what I'm doing now. But uh, I was in ticket sales. (laughs) Anyways, I worked at the Seattle Sonics that last year before they moved to Oklahoma. Come on now. That's my alley. (laughs) But I, um, I've just always loved sports and in my professional career, other than the short stint at, in the NBA, it's all been about program and project management, uh, leading teams, big sales teams. And, um, you know, I kind of went through, it's really funny. I, when we moved to New Zealand, um, took me a bit to get a job and, um, I had worked at Microsoft previously and they assumed that I was a technical individual 
from Microsoft. They didn't bother to read my resume. I wasn't going to challenge them. I needed a job. So I got in the IT industry. (laughs) I mean, eventually worked myself up to being a director of an IT department at a university, right? So, I mean, I was doing pretty well, but all of my, my strengths were all came from knowing how to lead a team. Okay. doing the the right things to make the team engaged and really want to do well. Like I, I think my gift, if I could say I had a gift was, I don't want to say it was leadership, but just getting everybody engaged to where like nobody wanted to let anybody down. And like, I was always able to get teams to function at a really high level. And so I kind of hopped around in New Zealand, like doing that and fixing things in all these different organizations. And I kept saying, but how about I teach you instead of just coming in and fixing it? Like, how, how about you learn some of these things? No, just fix it and then go on, you know? So when we decided to move home, I was like, I got to do this by myself. I, you know, I want to be a consultant. I want to help organizations. I don't, I hate the theory crap. Let's get right into action. You know, I want you to be able to take something and really implement it. And I started working with small businesses and upstarts and, and then a friend of mine who was the president of an organization in Virginia that I grew up with, um, a swim team called Tide. And she was like, Hey, we want to, ch- I'd love to, she was watching what I was doing online. And she was like, can we apply some of this to our, our club? And I had never even thought about it. Mm. But I mean, after day one, I was like, Holy crap, this is it. This is my last career. This is it. I'm done. This nice. is it for the rest of my life. And I'm absolutely love what I do. I love being able to take my professional experience and being able to adapt it to sports and and really building the swimming community to take ownership of their operations, how they run their businesses, to be able to thrive so they can actually serve the members and the kids. Whereas a lot of times, like a lot of these clubs are like chasing that dollar. They're like going to barely make it work, you know, or don't care about mistakes. So I, I just like, I just... I'm in heaven. I'm I'm really grateful. I'm blessed to be in the role that I'm in. It's hard work, but um, but I love every second of it, and I'm very fortunate to be back in sports. So, I love and, it. and that's important that I want the listeners, including myself, mm-hmm. to make sure we let people know we love it and it's hard work. Yeah, but we are nice. willing to do it because we love it, yeah. and we're willing to push through because we love it. Yeah. And when you were in college or when you were younger as a person that swam and was very successful, mm-hmm. did you see qualities in yourself to where you would be in the position you're in today? Or was it later with experiences in life and just maturity to where you're like, you know what? Maybe I could be more of a consultant. Or were you always that person from when you remember bringing everyone together? I think people saw more in me than I saw in myself because I was always a um, team captain in high school, um, team captain at a young age in university. Um, I always just stepped into that space. I was also always the the kid and young adult that stood up for people who needed to be stood up for, you know, so I was always kind of pushed in that direction. I don't know that it it wasn't until I was an adult and and working a professional life that I realized that because people pushed me forward and because of the life of sports where you have to be organized, diligent, you have to have goals, you have to be motivated, you have to be resilient. <laughs> Holy shit, you got to be resilient. But you know, yes. but I, <laughs> Preach. 
<laughs> but all of that, I think, I don't think I realized till I was later that how much that builds the adult that you are. Absolutely. Sports is amazing Absolutely. for kids. Absolutely. And again, thank you for what you do for the sports community and specifically in, in, in swim club. Now, you never know who's watching. And I want to give a shout out to you, but especially your team who reached out to me. You know, when I do what I love to do, I don't think, oh, I'm just doing it. Right. But when you get positive feedback and they see how diverse your guests are, they see that you have men, women, whether you were a professional athlete, a collegiate athlete, high school, just had a love mm -hmm. when you were, you know, a kid. But you still have something that resonates from what you did in sports some way shape or form to where now it still have some sort of impact to you today and i want to add to your friend your friend who you was like hey like offered you a position to help the company out that she was the ceo of or, mm -hmm. or had a major pull to where it's like hey i like what you're doing can you bring that my way how did how, what was your first reaction when she presented that to you? Uh, holy crap, can I do it? Um, mm. You know, because she was a friend, I didn't want to let her down, right? So okay. um, I had to I had to really think about it and we had to work yeah. together on how we would do it. And the thing is, is I don't think if it hadn't have been her, I probably wouldn't have broken in because she gave me the space to work through it and figure it out and That's also true. go hmm i mean she's she came from a very large business consulting background very smart individual and you know i knew i could lean on her going this is what i'm thinking what do you think you know um, but she also knew my personality style like i am the individual that's going to say what needs to be said you know, and that's only gotten worse the older I've gotten or better. Hey. It, it depends on how you look at it. But I, um, but I think had she not given me that space to evolve and develop the program through her, I, I, I may not have ever done it. So it was absolutely, you know, a blessing on me and showing me that there's a market out there that, um, that I could go after. I mean, obviously I could do any kind of sport, right? So my well, husband's absolutely. always, my husband's always pushing me to branch out, but you know, I'm thinking, well, I know swimming right now I'm doing well in swimming, but I'm not opposed to going into other, other sports now that I've got like my programs down pat, but you know, the biggest hurdle for us has always been, why do you need a consultant in the youth sports industry like that's too corporate that's too formal so it's been a big hurdle trying to get the coaches on board and the organizations to understand that i'm not going to be someone who just comes in and gives them high level advice and says hey see you later toss it over and see you right. later and like uh, we really get in and work with and partner with and develop plans accountability to make sure it's delivered walk beside like i when we when we say we're going to deliver something we deliver it and then we stay with that client for a year afterwards because oh. to me it was really important it does me no good to create this whole organizational design that includes who's going to report to who who's got what responsibilities how our meetings going to work how our communication is going to work like building this whole program and then chucking it over the fence i mean we're not doing groundbreaking work 
people know instinctively what to do. What they need is someone who can think a little bit differently, put it together a bit differently, and then hold their hand as they go through it. And then if something's not working to go, let's fix it, not just toss it out and go back to old habits. So for me, it was very important that my work and my organization was actually a, a partner and, and helped clubs in, implement the work, not just talked about it and talked in theory. And, you know, because even though it's, you know, 90% nonprofits, Yes. Even within swimming, there's something different about all of them. So you can't just say do X and it will work for you. It has to be X, but you need to take this away and add this and, you know, tweak this. So, but uh, yeah, I think to go back to your original question, had she not given me the grace to learn and build through it, I may not have, I may not have gotten here. Well, hey, <laughs> I might have ran. <laughs> <laughs> that's a blessing for yeah, sure you never absolutely. know who's watching and who's willing to help those who are sincerely and genuinely helping themselves or have yeah. a strength where it's like hey i've heard the obstacles or i kind of know you're not where you want to be maybe yeah, you know pitch this to you so no that's yeah. great that's great thank you as someone no problem as someone that's been in the swimming industry from player up until this point mm -hmm. how has swimming changed or has it are the athletes bigger faster stronger are the techniques changed different what have you seen from when you were playing up until this point now as a consultant i think the technical side of swimming is dramatically different than when I came up. I came up in the era of garbage yardage is what they call it now, where we okay. just swam our asses off and however we did is what we did. And now the technical side of swimming is all about, you know, when are you doing heavy cardio? When are you doing heavy, you know, um, mileage? You may not even be doing a lot of laps depending on the swimmer, but like the technical side of swimming is just, how they direct and guide swimmers for the training perspective is just gotcha. way different than when I came up. As far as running the organizations, I think it's probably similar. I mean, my dad was board president when I was, when I was in my club growing up. So I think that that's not changed. Okay. Um, but what has changed about that probably is that the parents are way more involved in their kids um, success than they used to be. They used to let the coaches do their jobs and I run the business, you do your job coach. And right. um, now they get a little bit more involved and they try to tell the coaches how to coach. And so I think the only different from the board side is they probably struggle between wearing their parent hat and their board hat and they overstep their bounds a bit. But I think from the business side, that hasn't changed much from the technical side of swimming. Uh, it's very different. How they train is just amazing nowadays. Nice. Yeah. And to add to that, are times faster now mm -hmm. compared to maybe, you know, 10, 20 years ago? absolutely okay it's just like every single sport like you watch track stars they like how are they doing 
how are they doing that? You right. know? So every year I watch, you know, the national meets coming up on the Olympics and I'm going, I yeah. just, I remember that hundred time was, or that 50 time was, <laughs> that hundred time is what we did for a 50 or vice versa, whatever it was like, oh, holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. So. That's good. And I know we spoke offline just a little bit about parents. Whether it's swim club, basketball, football, baseball, parents' involvement with the student athlete's success. Mm -hmm. I have children. I play ball at the highest level. But I respect coaches to where I'm personally not going to get in their way. And let it be known to my child in front of the coach yeah in your opinion where did this you see my quote unquote yeah. entitlement come from when now a lot of these parents well i would say about half haven't even played the sport in your case probably don't even know how to swim yeah they mm -hmm. still feel entitled to speak and question the coach yeah I think they also don't, they don't let the kids develop on their own. You know, I have to be honest. I, yeah. had I not gotten my full ride to school, I wouldn't have kept swimming. I was tired. I was, I was exhausted. I was a distant swimmer. I was tired. Right. And my parents weren't pushy at all, but I was tired. Now you right. think if you, if I had parents like a lot of these parents i that's see good. like they kill those kids dreams of being that's in good. sports um, you know <laughs> so i think from a parent side like try to take a step back and ask general questions ask supporting yeah. questions and don't make everything about you know that sport like also ask about school also ask about friends also ask Absolutely. about whatever you know and then you know if the kid's complaining about a coach or something go why is that why do you think he thinks that why do you think she's telling you to do that and help them come around so it's more supporting of the coach but in the end the decisions and the learning lessons and everything needs to be the child's so they can develop not only the love for the sport but the love for sport. Yes. You know, because there's yes. so much excitement. There's so much joy, even by being a spectator that you get from sports that you don't get in other industries. Absolutely. And parents don't realize because they're like fulfilling some kind of stupid ass dream that they had for their own personal life through their kids. Absolutely. Yeah, sorry for the cussing, but. Um, hey, hey. <laughs> Welcome to Why Not Sports. Let it okay. out. I told okay. you, we'll be I said, Renata, you picked a perfect <laughs> platform to where you added to the hundreds of guests that I've had who felt comfortable and trusted me enough to speak their truth. And it is true because I get it. But go ahead. I just yeah. want to yeah. you're good. You're perfect. But I, I just think that if parents would just learn to not try to live their life through their child in their sports yes. and their missed dreams and, hey, they can get a full ride. We were talking earlier, like, um, the latest statistics on sports scholarships is less than 2% of athletes get any scholarship. So Come parents, on. like, you need to, to get realistic about what you think your kid is going to do. They are not automatically going to be the next Michael Phelps. I mean, come on, right. be real and don't kill your kid's spirit because just because they don't have it in swimming 
doesn't mean that they don't love sports and they may find it in another sport, but they will run from it as quickly as they can if they know you're going to be up their butt. Why aren't you winning? Why aren't you beating this person? What are you doing wrong? How can you like get off their back? Let them enjoy the sport. And then as they get older, trust me, we we put enough pressure on ourselves as athletes. We'll we'll rise to the occasion when the time comes. So, you know, I think parents just in general could do a lot better job with their kids. Now, I'm not saying totally avoid them, not have conversations, but it's got to be a healthy balance of everything else in their life because you want them to love sport, not just the sport that they're in. And then I guess for parents, from my other perspective is please volunteer, especially in swimming. They feel like they shouldn't have to volunteer because it is an expensive sport, but swimming runs off of the backs of volunteers. Like every meet is run by volunteers and it doesn't matter how much money that you put in to pay for swimming. Right. Um, you gotta, you gotta volunteer because the only way the kids get better is through competition and whatever that competition is at every level might be dual meets when they're young and gets bigger meets, you know, national meets as they get older, but parents, you, you gotta understand that, you know, you must volunteer in some way, shape or force, uh, fashion. And again, not treat it as it's like the worst thing in the world because kids see that coaches see that. Um, and then understand that you're giving back to an industry that just fuels kids and adults throughout their adulthood. So, so for that, thank you again to you and your team for pouring into the sport of swimming Mm -hmm. to the youth, to the community. And you said something that I want to hit on personally, especially for my first time listeners, avid listeners. What up? Y'all know how we do. You kept pushing through. You said it's a bigger picture. I'm paraphrasing now, but when you mm-hmm. said, if it wasn't for that scholarship, I wouldn't have done it. I would have figured something else out. But you pushed through. Right. And I look at my personal situation. I, I get to this day, Murph, I looked your accolades up. I've seen what you're doing now. Why didn't you decide to play professionally? Mentally physically emotionally i was so drained i had mm-hmm. nothing left i gave it all i had when they say give it all i can honestly say my last game cried full of emotions and was like i this might be it i gave it all i had i gave it all i had and i can honestly say if i don't ever play again i left it on the hardwood so yeah. i just want to salute you for that because a lot of us as athletes don't look at the bigger picture yeah well, forget the scholarship i can you know i already got a few years in you know i can go somewhere else make that time up go while you still have the momentum and the you know, desire and the passion because guess what if you're competing at that level you're going to pay for it physically the rest of your life <laughs> so you know i have uh, two hip replacements several shoulder shoulder surgeries right I'm an old lady feeling the arthritis and that cold front hitting this way too. So I'm already back started. Hey, listen, stop laughing at me, y'all. Y'all know, hey, y'all know how. Hey, hey, I can still give you twenty half court though, not full. I'm only half court, but anyway. Um, <laughs> welcome to Why Not Sports for Not. I told you right. this is what we do. This is what we do. Before we let you go, mm-hmm. I definitely want to highlight. 
in, in, in more depth the company nonprofit, your sports resource so yeah. when my listeners check out the the company and just kind of review researching you know the the company what can they expect so there's two sides of it right so we give a lot of tools away for free we do podcasts ourselves we do a lot of information in newsletters where we're giving stuff away because really um my passion is the industry and i feel like if i give things away it'll come back right Ooh. and there's going to be that one person that was like, oh God, I was just thinking about internal reviews and I had no idea how to do it for a swim team, right? right? So, and I just sent them a worksheet on how to do it. So there's that side. Then there's the, um, I call it the consulting side, but it has such a bad kind. Nobody likes the word consultant. So let's just say advisor side, but there's Thank programs, you, you know? <laughs> So I do, we do that organizational design that I alluded to earlier. We do culture work. We do your vision, values, and behaviors. Um, we do board training, which is absolutely needed across the board because boards don't understand what their roles are and they don't understand that all of that needs to be defined just like you define your head coach's role, right? So that way everybody knows their lane, so to speak, to use the jargon of swimming and everybody's working together and going in the right direction. So I have several programs um, that we go in and we work with the organizations and build those around. And a lot of times I just get phone calls. Like if you go on my website, you can see book a call and people that I don't know, didn't even know that they were, they, they're not clients. So just book a call with me and go, Hey, Renata, can I ask you a question? And I, your audience can do the same thing. I, we don't, if you need my time to help you with a particular scenario with the running and the operations of your organization or relationships between you know, we say wet and dry side, but let's say the board side and the coach side, or you got problems between coaches, you know, pick up the phone and talk to us. And if we can help you, we'll help you, you know? And, um, yeah, so it's your sports And, um, yeah, we're just kind of open, you know, open for business. There it is. Well, listeners be sure you support, follow, tell us, Demers sent y'all, man. You know, <laughs> you know, we in we in Texas. We're in the great state of Texas. That's right. Uh, this particular time, as we're recording, is not the hottest, but around the summertime, when the swim clubs and swim meets, and it is year round. But when it's hot, I'd rather be in somebody's pool or jacuzzi. I'm kind of changing, but anyway. <laughs> well, um, we definitely, you know, Renata, appreciate your time here on why not sports including myself thank you again thank, thank you again you so now me. you I see really my you're the perfect guest of why not sports. <laughs> well thanks for having me on and let me kind of ramble and and say some not so positive things with some positive things it's life <laughs> yes why right. not sports talks about <laughs> the good the bad and the ugly of sports whatever yeah. sport that might be and how it impacts your everyday life. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Uh, well, just like Renata was saying, you can definitely check out the website also on Instagram, which that will be on the description as well for everyone. And before I go, is there anything that you want to 
bring us home with or you're good no i think that's it i i think i guess the only other thing i would say is if you're a parent in an organization and you feel like the organization is not being run very well and could use some help you know please just reach out to us and have a conversation and see if there's something that we can't do to help because in the end i sports really gave me everything throughout my entire career that I needed to be successful. And I'm, I'm really genuine in the fact that I am so lucky that I get to serve and earn at the same time. And I really want to yeah. serve this community because as sports starts to erode and what it is, we need to get back to letting the kids love the art of sport and what it can give them in their life. So if you're having problems with the organization, please reach out and just talk to us, you know, give us a call, write us, everything's on the website. We'd be happy there to help. It is. And mm -hmm. it is on the description. You heard Ms. Renata is on the description of this particular show as you listen. Well, world, as promised, I know, like Merv, we don't like when you do that. Well, guys, we both have things to do. That's why you go back and listen to hundreds of episodes. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of content for you. But for the first time, listeners, again, this is what we do. The avid listeners, you know, I love y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Actually, it's not Twitter. You're right. It's X. Mm -hmm. um, at It's the Merv. You can check out Why Not Sports on Instagram at Why Not Sports underscore and check out the website www.dmerspeaks.com. Kind of see, you know, what I've been up to and all that other good stuff. Similar to uh, Renata, if you just have any concerns, questions, leads on great guests or opportunities for me to speak, definitely leave a comment, send me an email, and I'll definitely do my best to uh, follow up and schedule something to make it happen the world continue to be safe out that way um we love y'all and uh yeah y'all we out continue to do what you do hey also listen to your coaches they <laughs> work right. hard coaches don't make as much well maybe football but most other sports <laughs> <laughs> they don't make as much That's so right. listen 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 <laughs> the world we out and uh yeah keep grinding Keep the faith. Sir!